the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and we're here to help you talk about your car, and you're welcome to join us, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. We've got two callers on right now. We have three lines available, but i got to do a quick spot for Strictly Diesel. Nate at Strictly Diesel Service and Repair has a Better Business Bureau A-rated, A-plus rated shop. He has truly some of the finest diesel technicians this valley has to offer. If you are looking for a shop that's a service repair parts die hard diesel guy and both foreign and domestic light truck diesels, then I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road is where Nate's at, at Strictly Diesel Service and Repairs. You can go to his website, too, Strictly Diesel, and 24 hours a day, and they have a website that also has some enhancements for diesels and some discussions about different things you could put on your diesel. But Nate's a good guy, and it's when it comes to the Chevy, the Dodge, the Ford diesels, and some of the import stuff, he's the king when it comes to those. That's Strictly Diesel. Let's go to Andrew. And Oh, Andrew, hang on just one second. Susan. Let me let me explain something to you real quick. Um, in the old days, we used to change all the fluids about 30,000-mile intervals. Today, most everybody is 100,000 miles plus or minus 20,000 miles. So most everybody's due around 100 for some of the fluids. Now, cooling system, transmission fluid, power steering fluid, um, you know, whatever else you have on the car. But it's so easy to look at that kind of stuff. I know that Monday mornings and Friday afternoons are not a good time to drop into a shop that you've never been at before and they don't recognize you as a customer, but it's okay in any other time to just pull, you know, park in the driveway and just say, I'm, I live around the corner and um, I heard you guys were really good. Would you look at my cooling system and tell me um, what you would, I'm being told I need a $200, $150, $100 cooling system flush and I'm, I'm, I'd like to get a second opinion and would you also give me a price for that? It's okay to do that. It's okay to do that. Just try to avoid those really busy times and try to avoid the Monday mornings and Friday afternoons, which is the toughest times for both of us. Andrew, how can I help you today? Yeah, hi, Mark. Um, my daily driver is a 2017 Honda Civic hatchback with the, uh, I think it's a 1.5 liter turbo. Yeah. Um, nice car. Great car. I wanted something for daily driving, and I I wanted to get something that would get me into retirement without any repairs, and this car fits all those bills. It developed a problem. I got an emission uh, uh, warning light on the dash, uh-huh. and I took it into AutoZone to use one of their OBD2 readers, and it said I had a, a vapor leak. Now, I am automatically assuming it's because the car doesn't have a gas cap. It has these 
doors that flip open once you stick the nozzle in to fill the tank and then they automatically close. Am I wrong for thinking that that's what it is? Now, I've taken it to the Honda dealer and he said, well, you know, it's going to be $300 for us to evaluate it. And, you know, that to me, that sounds like somebody's shining me on and I don't, I don't like to be shined on. So I don't take it to him, but okay. the car is almost five years old and I'm coming up on probably having to have it emission tested. So I, I want to get this fixed. Okay. Um, you got two choices. You can either have someone diagnosis, and I would love to be able to. I want to raise my hand if the if the money that's on the table is a three hundred dollar checkout. Count me in. Count me yeah. in twice. Yeah. I, I um, we we have a system of of valves that open and close, and we suck the vapor off the tank and we burn it through the engine. And your system is down, more than likely because it's. You know, a 17, it's got a broken plastic line on it. It's got one of the solenoids. got a bunch of trash in it. If you can clean it, fine. And if you can't, you replace the solenoid. And, and But you have to find it first. And what we yeah. typically do is is we open up the system and we can, um, well, most of us will open up the system and we will pump smoke into the system. And we'll have the car up in the air. And we'll have two guys inside the car, one on the passenger side, one on the driver's side. One, and then, then the driver's in his rearview mirror, he's watching, or the passenger, whichever side, the fuel inlet, we're, we're watching that. And then we got a couple guys underneath the car. Well, the hookup time takes 10 times longer than the test time <laughs> because all you do is turn on the air, and we pump it full of smoke. Hey, it's leaking over here. The line's broken right here. Oh, I got one over here, too. Okay, fine. We're done. So I'd like to be in on that $300 checkout, but you're not going to – or you can do what everybody else does. You can go to AutoZone and talk to that three-whiskered kid, and he'll sell you a bunch of stuff, and he'll send you, sell you the purge valve, and he'll sell you all the solenoids, and he'll sell you all the rubber lines and stuff, and at the end of the day, it's going to be something silly. But you only yeah. have two choices, and it's a bad idea. You, you go to AutoZone, you get the code. The code says that your problem is in Maricopa County, or it's in Gila County, or Yavapai County. We've got to find out what square, square inch of that earth it is. So right. it's just telling us that the evaporative system is raising their hand and saying they got a problem. Someone's got to go in and find it. Now, the last thing you want to do is go replace that filler neck because that's expensive. Right. So yeah, I, yeah, I, most everybody's going to be. And, you know, this is one of those things that sometimes the uh, it sounds sometimes. I don't want you to miss that word. Sometimes. Sometimes it's. Um, you authorized $100 to smoke test the entire system, and uh, we did find it, and the smoke test was $100, and to fix it was $6.50. Yeah. That's kind of the best you can hope for. But um, that's that's the only choice you have, and you are going to have to have it done before emissions, and it's going to have to have your, your car c- captures data for a long period of time. The, it has to have a clean code. The code has to be gone. It can't be a historical code. It can't be in the, in the sunshine behind the wall um, when you go into emissions. They know that. So right. you, so, you can, yeah, can't I clear it on Monday and the, test it on Tuesday. Yeah, I've kind of been defeating the system because the car has remote start. And when I come out of work in the summertime, I start the car up already because by the time I get there, it's already cool. But because of it's throwing this code, I can't. I can't use that. It won't. It won't operate that. Uh, your car won't start. It it won't start via the the fob okay. in the remote position because it's got this error code. Once yeah. So I removed the battery terminal and reset the computer, and once it, I've done that, 
then it will remote start. Yeah. But once it's thrown the code, it won't remote start. Well, and you know, I, I didn't know that, but I understand why they would do that. There's lots of codes that could be construed as carbon monoxide polluters and fuel leaks and all kinds of stuff like that. So I, I can understand why, why Honda may, but that's the first time I've ever heard that, but it makes perfect sense. Do you have a shop that you use on a regular basis? No, I, I suffer from being an engineer, so I do most of my own work. But, oh, my God. Don't tell them you're but, an engineer when you walk in the door. Yeah. Don't, but, you tell, uh, them, tell them you, you sell Hostess uh, Twinkies. You drive a Twinkie yeah. truck or something. Yeah. Don't. Um, it, what part of town do you live in? I'll make a, a constructive suggestion that I make not a cent on. Well, I'm um, in southeast uh, Gilbert. Okay. And, you know, so Tempe is on my way to and from work. And I know you guys are off of, uh, or you were off of Elliott Road there. Warner. Um, Warner. Warner. Yeah, yeah. Warner. Uh, yeah. Call for an appointment because we we, we're by appointment only unless it comes in on a tow truck. And do you okay. work at Allied Signal or across the street? No, I work at uh, General Dynamics in Scottsdale. Okay. Okay, no problem, no problem. And I'm teasing you because um, I, I like, I, I'm surrounded by engineers my whole life. Um, when I do my expert witness stuff as a mechanical expert, um, I'm, I'm with engineers all the time. And my favorite line to them, which and now they just punch me, is I say, "Oh, who do you drive for?" <laughs> yeah. No, I, I tell my wife all the time. I says, "You, you know, you married the cheapest guy in the world. I mean, we, we, we don't like to spend money." <laughs> it's, but I have, I am surrounded by. A hundred engineers and ninety of them, I would love to live next door to, and and it's no different than auto repair shop owners. Ninety of them are good, and ten percent of them are the biggest mm, 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 you've ever met in your yeah. life. Yeah, and yeah. and so there's no difference between your profession and mine. But yeah, call to make sure, and 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 the, and you're just going to simply say, "What's your checkout fee?" That's all you're going to say, and then you're going to call me with an estimate. Yes, yes, and so there's not going to be any duplication of labor on our shop and many other shops with respect to um, finding it and fixing it. So if finding it is the same as fixing it, then there's not going to be any extra charges. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Good luck. Thank you. All righty. 602 The lines are wide open. There's five of them if you have to call or you want to call. Now's the time. And Gil's going to answer the phone. Gil and I have been working together since 2011. So um, actually, we've we've been best of friends for a very, very long time. And, and he knows that I... Um, he, he knows I use bad words every once in a while, and he's really quick on that button that pushes and does away with the bad words. Oh, you know what? Thank you for that. Radu, I'm going to take you now. I'm sorry. That's my fault. It's not Gills. What can I do for you? Hi, Mark. Hi. Um, I've got a weird dilemma with my mom's car. Okay. Um, I'm very mechanically inclined. I work on Dodge diesel trucks, 12 valves, and stuff like that, and I think this issue is a little bit beyond my pay grade. So she's got an 05 uh, Toyota RAV4. It's a two-wheel drive. It's an automatic. And recently started developing this problem with the traction system with the ABS. Um, what it's doing is you can drive straight up and down a hill or climb a hill and stuff like that. And um, what it does, it pretty much applies the brakes uh, either on the left side uh, front wheel or the passenger side wheel. And it's very intermittent. You know, sometimes it will do it, sometimes it wouldn't. Um, 
And what I found out so far is that the, one of the motor mounts for the transmission on the driver's side was broken. I replaced that and um, thinking that the problem's kind of going to go away, you know. Um, but it's not. It's, like, very intermittent. Um, it doesn't throw any codes or anything. Um, and I'm kind of, like, lost on what to look for next. So I was thinking about maybe getting one of those fancy scanners, which I don't have to look at the signal for the speed sensor in the front wheels and um, then kind of eliminate that and then hunt for the next uh, next thing. But Well, yeah, first, first of all, a scanner costs thousands and thousands of dollars because the scanner allows you to look at the serial stream data and the communication going to and from the PCM. So it's not something that you're going to buy, and, uh, and most people don't buy it because it's, it, I mean, we, yeah, that's we can spend $15,000 for a scanner. So um, that's, but, but um, I wish, uh, I don't, I don't know, there's just so much wives' tales out there. Um, you have an ABS sensor that's fallen apart. If you want to try to figure this out yourself, here's how you can do it, maybe yourself. You need to keep track of, you clear the line, you clear the code, and you drive the car, and you go out to the behind the bashes, and you do circles on Sunday morning to the right, and do five or ten circles, not recklessly, just in a circle, and then go drive it, and then go to another behind a Safeway and do circles left. And, and, and you should be able to figure out which way the light comes on. And then, yeah, then you can just... Kind of I, I don't have much time for this, so I, I, I can't. We can't go tit for tat on this thing. Um, what this is an easy fix for those of us with scanners and and just to go drive it. We just somebody sits in the passenger side. He looks at all four wheels. I'm out there doing donuts in your car. I'm going circles left, circles right, fast stops, slow stops, and all that other kind of stuff. And pretty soon we'll figure out which one it is. But um, you're you're not going to figure it out without that unless you want to just do them all, and um, and that's going to be kind of expensive. But that's the best I yeah, can offer I you. Just, is, one of them was four hundred dollars or something, and I just don't want to fire up the parts cannon, you know. Yeah, uh, well, if, if, if I don't know for sure if that's what it is, or you know, if you're going to pay for a diagnosis, you need to look them in the eye and say, if I go order a sensor and put it on, and it doesn't turn off the light, then what do we do next? And the, the shop was going to say, yeah. bring it back and let me check it, check your work and let me check your sensor and let me check sure that you got the right one and the right part number and on and on and on. That's how it works. But I got to run. We'll be back in a minute. Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24 7. Tune in to The Wealth Lab with Don Spini and Ashley Patterson. Now is the time to hunker down and start being real cautious and real smart. Real advice for real people going through real situations. We've got all the time in the world now when we retire and we want to be able to go out and enjoy that time. Make the most out of your retirement. Tune in to The Wealth Lab with Don and Ashley, Saturdays at noon, right here on 960 The Patriot. The following message is brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. The inherent right to work is one of the elemental privileges of a free people. Endowed, as our nation is, with abundant physical resources and inspired as it should be with the high purpose to make those resources and opportunities available for the enjoyment of all. We approach this problem of re-employment with the real hope of finding a better answer than we have now. 
your stuff can be more powerful than you think. Your stuff can be a resource for change. Donate to Goodwill, where your donations help fund job placement and training for people in your community. Goodwill. Donate stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at goodwill.org. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. <clears throat> Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. <clears throat> We're going to back up just a little bit real quick. And um, Susan called in, and she's taken her car in for a hood latch issue, and she got a laundry list of flushes. And uh, I just want to touch base on that one more time. <clears throat> Part of my world is self-defense for car expense, which is the name of our radio show. And self-defense means um, protect yourself. Susan, if you're listening, or any anybody who's in that situation where they take it in for an oil change and they get a big long laundry list, <clears throat> make them, politely ask them to explain what they saw and put write it down on the ticket, what they saw that led them to believe that you needed a cooling system flush. And then ask them to staple their business card, the person you're talking to, would you staple your business card to this piece of paper? See, when you ask somebody to sign something that says something, then they're less likely to do that or for, they're likely to forget to do that if they don't want to have their name associated with this that the technician said. Then the technician is well known for coming up with this kind of stuff to butter his own bread at the, on the back of the customer's pocketbook. That happens in our industry. There's no hiding from that. So it's up for you to, to create the self-defense mechanism. Um, would you write down what it is that your technicians saw? Because they're going to call you before you pick up your car, hoping they sell you stuff. I want to know what you guys saw. And, and here's the thing. A lot of times it's fl flushing and fluids and flushing. And here's the deal with that. It's very lucrative. We have these sophisticated machines that cost thousands of dollars. But, man, we can wham-bam that car out. Plug and play, plug and play, plug this, plug this, and phew, it takes new fluid, flushes out the old fluid, and you watch this clear line, and what comes out is brown, and then all of a sudden this cherry strawberry soda pop comes out, phew, boom, shut it off, and we're done. But the piece of equipment could cost $10,000. It doesn't typically cost that much, but it can be that much or even more, depending on the car it's going to service and how many different adapters it comes with. So the idea is, is that protect yourself. Have them write it down. Sign the ticket. Have them put a number with it. You need a transmission service. Why? Because you're due. Why, what do you mean I'm due? Well, your, your manual says that you should do it at 60000 and you're at a hundred. 
have you ever had it done? No, I haven't. Okay, well, then you're due. That's a good conversation. On the other hand, the same conversation is, is uh, you, you need a transmission service. Well, how did you come to that conclusion? Well, Harry didn't tell us. He's the technician. He didn't tell us. Well, could you ask him? Oh, I'm not allowed to talk to the technicians on the floor. Okay, well, somehow or another, I need to know what you saw that led him to believe that I needed to have my transmission serviced. So um, as long as I can't get good answers to my questions, then I'm just going to kind of, gee, you don't need to put that down on there. Or, yeah, just put it down there and then say that, put down the technician's name and said he said that you need a transmission service. The default is, is what does it say in my owner's manual? How many miles are on my car right now? Wait a minute. Aren't you a little early on that transmission service? Or I've already had that done. You didn't know I already had that done? Well, according to my records, you guys did it six months ago. That's the kind of back, back and forth you should have. So it makes it easier. You don't have to worry about that at Larry Harker's Auto at 38th Avenue in Indian School because they're not going to play those silly games. None of the shops I talk about play those games. We're all busier than we know what to do with. We're not out there soliciting new customers, and the last thing we're going to do is go on fluid flushing binges where we start every car that comes in needs cooling system, differential, engine flush, power steering flush, you know, transmission. It's crazy. But, like I told you, they're pretty lucrative. So Larry Harker's 38th Avenue Indian School, great diagnostician. He's been around since 1967. A good guy, and if you live in that area, he should be your shop. Les, good morning. How can I help you? Good morning, Mark. Thanks for taking the phone call. You bet. My daughter has a 2016 Nissan Sentra SV. We bought it new. We've maintained it per, per spec. It has about 92,000 miles on it. About... Three, four months ago, she was driving on the freeway, doing 70, and then all of a sudden, no power. Pushes down the gas pedal, nothing, nothing. Has to creep over to the side of the road and get off, and she can limp around for at 35 miles an hour. She'll turn it off, sit there, start it back up. It might continue that way. Sometimes it corrects itself. I've been in the car. It's done it. We've taken it to the Nissan dealership. They run the code, nothing. They've kept it overnight, can't duplicate it. Um, I'm stuck. Your okay. thoughts? Well, it, it sounds like it's going into limp mode because it, it right. still allows you to move it, and it, it, it's cup, you know, the top-end speed. Um, this is a difficult one for all of us. It's just tough to, to figure it out. Um, has anybody checked fuel pressure? Did anybody put fuel pressure gauge on it and then maybe bring it through the back of the hood and tape it to the outside of the windshield? Did you see anybody do anything like that? No, we, we take it to the Nissan dealership. She's my daughter, so I say take it there because obviously they know Nissans. We pay a little bit more, but we just, it goes yeah. in and it comes back out. That's, that's the right. situation. Yeah. Oh, in, well, I got two comments. Number one... <clears throat> The independent repair facility is is like a is like a veterinarian who works on elephants and mice. Nissans just Nissans. In reality, they all have spark. They all have fuel. They all have fuel pumps. They all have the same transmissions. They all have the same fluids. They all have the same alignment specs. A, a car is a car is a car, with few idiosyncrasies. The difference is going to be motivation and dollars. That's it. And 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 how convenient they are. 
Um, I would think that somebody would want to put a fuel pressure gauge on there because she's got 92,000 miles, and if you've never put a fuel pump on there, I'd want to know when the last time we put a fuel fuel uh, filter on there. The fuel filter mm-hmm. will mimic a, sh- a shutdown by the computer to where it controls your speed, but it's because there's only enough fuel to go 35 miles an hour. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I'd hang a fuel filter on there, and if it came back, I'd probably hang a gauge on there, and I'd say to her... Keep an eye on the gauge. I need that gauge 50 to 60 all the time. I'd probably put a fuel pump relay in it. If you want to guess, put a fuel pump relay in it. So fuel filter, fuel pump relay, try that and see what happens. Does she have a check engine light on now? No. No check engine light at all. Okay. Now, the other yeah. thing is, is you want to kick the catalytic converter. So crawl underneath there in your old clothes and kick it okay. when the car is cold. And if there's anything rattling inside there in the catalytic converter, it's because the biscuits comes loose, and when the biscuit comes loose, it plugs the exhaust, and it drops the speed to 35 miles an hour. Got it. And that's okay. about a so six, six, $700 ticket there, or more. Okay. Bottom line is, it doesn't sound like it's a transmission problem to you. No, heck no. You don't have anything that Good. says transmission. And one had tried this. Try to manually shift it next time it does that. So she pulls the automatic shift handle down to low, and, okay. and then she pushes it forward, click, and click it too, and, and have her manually shift it. But it's not going to be okay. a transmission. Excellent, excellent. Okay, that, that okay. makes me feel a lot better. I appreciate okay. good that. Luck. Make it a good day. Thank you. You bet. Thank you. All righty, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Me giving him advice about what I would do uh, is things that I would do and charge you $150 an hour. <laughs> Kick the catalytic converter really and truly. You lift it up in the air. You take a rubber mallet. You hit it a couple of times. You're done. But you have to know what a good one sounds like and what a bad one sounds like. And then the driver has to explain the symptoms, and it has to match what you already know between your ears. So that's kind of, and to be honest with you, you go to MarkSalem.com and look at my best car repair shops. And these are the dogs in town that really do a good job fixing people's cars. MarkSalem.com. And we'll be back in a minute. Listening to 960 The Patriot Online doesn't mean you have to sit at your desk. If you're on the run, doing housework, or on your drive home, 960 The Patriot is at your fingertips wherever you are or whatever you're doing with the Patriot app. The Patriot stream is now sponsored by Guns Etc., an A-plus company working together to bring you an A-plus listening experience. Download the app today at your app store. It's the best way to listen to your favorite shows no matter where you are. Brought to you by Guns Etc. This is attorney William J. Wolf, host of Middle East Radio Forum, heard every Sunday at noon here on 960 The Patriot. This week on Middle East Radio Forum, attorney William Wolf will interview his guest, Devin Spear, to discuss what American Jews lose by detaching themselves from Israel. This week on Middle East Radio Forum. That's Middle East Radio Forum, Sunday at noon on 960 The Patriot. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. You're bringing your daughter to her favorite pop star's concert. Do you A, wear earplugs? Isn't this fun, Dad? I have a soft pretzel. B, remember the moment with matching concert t-shirts. That's going to be 180 bucks. Or we can just take a photo. C, show her how you used to do concerts. We're going crowd surfing. I can't. It's too heavy. Oh, my God. Ah. Or D, 
just roll with it. Woo! Justin! Look at us! We're over here! Justin! Justin! OMG! He just looked... I love you, Justin! I love you! When it comes to parenting, there are no perfect answers. But that's okay, because you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org slash AZ. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. We're here early before they wake up. We stay late. We stay informed. We invest in the latest technology. We take the time to train the next generation of doctors and nurses. We work together to make sure we heal their bodies and their minds. We do this not because it's our job, but because this is about our veterans' lives. This is our mission. More than 300,000 of us working as one together with families and loved ones. No matter where they live in this country, we'll be there. We all come together and stand together to serve our veterans. We stand strong, united. Stand with us in caring for our veterans. This is boot camp. This is the real thing now. You've never done anything so hard in your life. You don't understand how you can finish. It takes inner strength and desire to become a Marine. When I I finished, I was like, I did it. The moment I will never forget is when this drill instructor that I admire so much comes up to me and said, good morning, Marine. PFC Summer Volkman became a Marine. Can you? Visit Marines.com or call 1-800-MARINES. You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman to save money. You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. All about that demon. Well, if you live up on I-17 and Deer Valley Road, there's a good shop up there called Action Auto Repair. I've known Tom since 1983. We've been friends for a very long time. You're, I'm, he's not a friend of somebody who's ripping people off, and neither am I. So we both know the right way to do business. He does a really good job. Tom owns Action Auto Repair. He's on the northwest corner of I-17 in Deer Valley. Family-owned, operated shop. He's been servicing Deer Valley and North Phoenix area since 1983. And they're no, well known for quality workmanship. And they got, they have good customer service and a fast turnaround time. And the technicians are ASE Master Certification. What that means is, is there's eight ASE certified tests. If you take test number six, then you are certified in alignments because it's alignments and front ends and stuff like that. If you take climate controls, then you're certified in air conditioning and heater. But when, And then when you take all eight tests, you are a master certified uh, technician for automotive. That's bumper to bumper on the car, and I've been that way since 1991. And I think that's... 29 years <laughs> and so and and i still have a little grease under my fingernails um, i mean I, I i do right now because i just got done working on the uh the genie boom lift that i can't fix but nevertheless it's uh it's important let's go to the we don't we don't have anybody on the phones but we'll give you the number 602-508-0960 602-508-0960 and uh, you can give us a call if you have a car question or a car problem or anything like that but folks right now there's a whole lot of selling going on because business is slow. 
and here's what bothers me the most about the selling part of our industry. We we write down that, and especially fluid changes. We write down that you need to have your cooling system flushed, or your injectors flushed. We need to have flush your transmission, or flush your differential, flush your cooling system. But see, there's something missing there. It's like when was the last time you had this done? <laughs> because. If Salem changed it in October two years ago, and now it's at somebody else's shop, then that shop's not going to have the ability to know that Salem changed that fluid two years ago, or the other way around. If my car's at his shop, it doesn't know. It, we don't know. So that's part of that process from the people who play the play by the rules. And that's if you haven't had your transmission serviced in the last two years, then you are due for it now. And here's a price that you can shop me on. That's really the conversation that needs to happen. That's it. How much is yours? How much is yours? How much do I write my check for before I leave home? $230 and I'll give you some change. Are you sure? Yep, I do this a lot. Okay, that's it. So those are the kinds of conversations that you have. But right now it's just crazy because our business has... Basically, the newer cars and their elongated stopping points for all kinds of stuff has just taken a third of our business away. So we're no longer changing fluids every 30,000 miles. We're doing them at 100,000 miles. We're not rotating your tires every other oil change. We're rotating your tires every oil change. But where we used to have three oil changes, now we only have one. So there's this going on. Then you and then in the summertime and in the heater time or in the summertime and the wintertime we have hot and cold issues with air conditioning and heaters. And those don't typically fall under the owner's manual. But here's your default. Your default when you take your car in for a repair, no matter whose shop it is, set your owner's manual on the dashboard. Let the technician know that it's there. That's kind of intimidating because they're they know that you put it there and they're wondering why and that's okay. Because in reality, he says, well, you need a transmission service. Well, how, when is it due? It's due at 100,000 miles, and you're at 110. Well, how do you know I haven't had it done? It's pretty brown. It's pretty brown. Okay, okay. How much is yours? $230. What does that entail? I'm going to flush all the brown out and put all red cherry transmission fluid in. The color is red and cherry colored. Okay, okay. And how long is yours going to last? Every bit as long as the first one. You went 110,000 miles, mine will do 110,000 miles. Okay, thank you. That's the conversation you should have. If you ask, a lot of times when you ask the service rider a question, they're not going to know the answer because, but there's nothing that says they can't get the answer. So here's my business card and my email's on there. Would you ask the technician why he thinks I need a transmission service? And don't don't add the second part of that because that you just did one six months ago. <laughs> That's the most embarrassing thing in the world. Is that happens a lot? Believe it or not, is somebody says you need a transmission service, you need to have your power steering fluid flushed, and you go, wait a minute, you just did that six months six months ago, and then they pull it up on the computer and they go, oh, he must have been looking at another car and he thought it was your car. That's what they're going to say. <laughs> it's just self defense. You know, it's your job to protect yourself from people in the auto repair industry that tend t 
to maybe 15 or 20 percent of the people in the automotive industry that simply are going to sell high profit items again and again and again to the flock of sheep that come by and uh, and sol- and and leave their cars for their for their uh, service so just don't be one of the sheep um, understand what's in your car understand what what stuff is due and when you know that your transmission is going to be fl- needs to be serviced at 100,000 miles then make a couple of calls and say how much to service my transmission and there's going to be two services one is going to be three or four quarts of oil a filter and a gasket that means that we're going to leave at least that many quarts in the other guy goes you know what i want to flush it so I want to flush the whole thing. So I want to pull the pan and replace the filter, but I'm going to do that second. What I'm going to do is I'm going to stick this machine onto your two cooler lines, and I'm going to push new in and, and old out, and the lines are clear rubber. And so the red is going in, and I see brown coming out. I'm going to keep flushing until I get red coming out. Boom, I'm done. I'm going to button that up. I'm going to pull the pan, put a new filter in it, put the pan back on, and I'm done. So it's kind of a flush and a filter at the same time. But as you can well imagine, that's the best way to do it. So that's the way I do it to my cars. That's the way I, I sell it to my customers. This is what's best for you. But if you just want to change the pan and the filter, then I'm going to change three of the nine quarts of the transmission. I'm putting new one in, but I'll also put a new filter, and we'll start over again. So that's how it works. 602-508-0960. If you have a car question, 602-508-0960. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. They knock us down. We get stronger. They try to silence us, but our voice just got louder. The new wave is coming. We've succeeded. People just don't want to recognize it because it challenges their narrative. It challenges their assumption. So they got to try to find a boogeyman. Brace socialism, they think it's great. If you want to go outside and celebrate Joe Biden, if you want to kick around a pillowed effigy of Donald J. Trump, that's perfectly safe. The tech overlords censoring our speech, right? I call this diet fascism. They say, you can't see this, you can't see this. We're doing it to protect you. It's for it's for your safety. Speaker Pelosi was holding the American people high for political gain. This was never about what was best for the American people, never about honest policy disagreement. It was about preventing President Trump from getting any credit. It was about politics. Candace, DeSantis, Crenshaw. Really, the conservative voice has never been stronger. 960 The Patriot, a voice that speaks for you. Hi, I'm Danica Patrick and proud aunt. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing. But not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. One in six. That little girl sitting alone at the playground, she can't play like the other kids. She doesn't have the energy because she's hungry. School lunch will be her only meal today. It breaks my heart that this is the reality in our country. But it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste. This food is then provided to families and children in need. Being a kid should be about using your imagination, learning, and having fun. These children shouldn't have to miss out on simply being a kid because they're hungry. To find out how you can help end childhood hunger in your community, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. 
Whoa, a new digital music player. Thanks, Mom. Oh, I'm glad you like it, because I can't wait to toss the big stereo. And now that we got your dad that big HD TV he wanted, we can throw out our old TV, too. Hold up. You can't just throw out electronics. Really? They need to be recycled or donated. And how would we do that? <laughs> It's so easy, Mom. Today, recycling electronics is just as easy as buying them. GreenerGadgets.org has all the info. We just enter our zip code to find a certified recycling center nearby. There are thousands of them, and new ones are being added all the time. Some of our local stores are even certified recycling locations. I like that. Did you know that some of the stuff in our old electronics could be used to make new products and conserve natural resources? Well, okay then. Let's gather them up. Um, what was that website again? GreenerGadgets.org. We just enter our zip code and go. Well, welcome back, everybody. 44 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. I'm going to go real quick because we've got some callers, but I want to talk about Kurt's Auto Repair. He's at Bell Road 917. He's been around since 1987. Kurt uh, was at one location, then he had a fire that just wiped out his business, and he ended up at uh, at Bell Road and uh, in the I-17, and he's been there a very long time. He works on both domestic and import cars, gas and diesel, and he has one of the finest technicians who's a member of his family. Uh, one of the finest technicians that I know of. All my shops have some really good diagnosticians, but Kurtz and and a couple of the others is just a star, and they're really, really good at what they do. So if you need a car or a shop for an oil change or for tire rotation, no matter what it is, then if you're near I-17 in Bell, Kurtz is a great place that uh, you should stop at. Let's go to the phones, and we're going to, oh, by the way, the phone number is 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Mike, you're up. Hey, appreciate your show, appreciate all the self-defense information. Thank you. I've got a 2015 Tahoe LTZ, and it rides as rough as a wood cart. Um I understand it's got this Magna ride shocks, and I'm wondering mm -hmm. if it's best to replace those and get it back riding good, or should I change those out with conventional shocks and springs? Well, I don't think you, I don't know that you need to do springs. Um, I wouldn't. Let me just say, if you're going to have to start replacing suspension components, then don't do that. Um, let me ask you a question. The tires are. Have you got aftermarket tires on there? Have you got aftermarket wheels? Is it a four-wheel drive? Is it got thirty-six-inch tall tires on it? Have you changed anything, or do you have the factory tires and wheels? Factory tires and wheels. Okay, and uh, and is the air pressure on the factory tires and wheels uh, on the door? Is that the air pressure we're using? Right, thirty-five. Okay, all right. And I, and I ask that for obvious reasons because um, sometimes the tire will have 44 and people will put 44 because they're going to get better fuel economy, but that will change the ride as well. And so um, that's kind of why, why I was going in that direction. Has it been this way since new? No. no. Just the last, okay. um, last year, it started okay. getting a really rough ride and And is 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 there is anybody said anything during your oil changes that you need shocks that they're leaking oil or they're broken or any of the mounts are broken anything like that any kind of clues from any of the guys that are doing oil changes? 
No, I do the oil changes myself. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, uh, you, you've 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 covered all the bases. Um, you, I'm going to I'm going to say that it appears based on what you've told me, because because you know what you tell me is what I got to use. That that shock absorbers are going to be your your options. You have to be aware that half the time, at the end of a shock bill and installation, you haven't changed it any. And so don't get monovision where you're just looking at the shocks. Look at the tires, look at the wheels, look at the inflation, soften it up. Did that make a change? Because, see, if you soften up the tires and you go from 35 to 30, is there a difference? Can you feel the difference? And if you can't feel the difference, that's okay. And if you can feel the difference, that's kind of a clue. So it just depends. And then the tread wear on the tires, are you wearing the centers out, which means we can come down from the 35 mark? Or are you wearing the edges, which means we need a little bit more air? So the tires have everything to do with how it rides. Um, and the shock absorbers, their job is just to push the tire down on the roadway. That's all. Keep the tire on the roadway. And so when you hit bumps and stuff like that, are the tires special six-ply off-road tires by chance? No, no. They're the regular... Uh... <laughs> Somebody's at your door. <laughs> I can <Sorry>. hear that. <laughs> um, I, I, yeah, I think I'd drop the tire pressure down five, maybe even eight pounds, and just drive it for a couple of days and see if that makes any difference. If it doesn't make any difference, um, well, it should make a difference because it should improve the ride, period. But if it doesn't make any difference, then it would sound like that the shock absorbers might be a place that you look at. Now, to find out what you could do, go to Rock Auto. Just go shock absorbers, plug in your car or truck, and see what they offer you. There's going to be a variety of shock absorbers at a variety of price points that will be applicable for your car. And so to answer your question, can you go into a, a different brand other than GM or Ford or whatever, the answer is heck yes. Okay? Okay. All right. Thanks so much. All right. Good luck to you, Sam. You're up next. How can we help you? Hi. I've got uh, a problem with brakes. I've replaced the, uh, the brake booster. The uh, shoes, the springs, all the components, master cylinder, all done about a year ago. But my pedal is really hard. It doesn't seem to go down much when you push on it or apply the brakes. And and the master cylinder and the booster were not a, uh, a combination unit. I had to, you know, put the do the adjustment on the rod. And I'm just wondering if that rod is too long in there would that be a reason why i don't have much travel on my brakes well you you i want to tell you something i i, I would be really uh, my panties would be wadded up really tight if i caught one of my technicians messing with one of those rods we all know you don't do that okay. we just don't you just don't if you're going to get them if you're going to get a booster um, and it comes with that brake uh, application rod, then it's already, that rod inside that booster is for whatever master cylinder you bolt to it. So you are describing perfect symptoms of somebody who has changed the rod, but I, I, I think in your particular case, you just need to shorten it a little bit and uh, to put a little bit more, I mean, I need an inch worth of play on the top part of the pedal before you ever feel the brakes begin to apply. I want an inch worth of, 
of, of play on the top of the pedal. Okay, because it's got maybe, I don't know, three sixteenths or less. Yeah. Well, you just it's got really it too hard. long. Just two bolts, pull that master cylinder back, pull that rod out, you know, measure it, and then drop down. I, I'd go a quarter. Well, i probably go a quarter of an inch, maybe an eighth of an inch the first time, maybe, and then another eighth of an inch after that. But I think you'll, I think you'll get it. You have the skills to figure out, okay, this is where it needs to be. Okay. I'll just drop an eighth of an inch at a time until I get at least an inch of play before okay. the, the pedal moves or hits the, uh, applies the brakes. Yeah. Now, the other thing you could do is, do you have, do you have a parts store that recognizes you by your face? Um, no, not really. Okay. Well, you could go into an auto parts store where the three-whiskered kid lives and ask him to pull a booster <laughs> for your truck. And and then pull out your calipers and slide the rod out and do a caliper measurement on the rod, stick it back in the booster, and tell him, you know what, I'm going to talk to my brother and see if he wants to buy this. Yeah, that would be, that would be a good one to do. Just have to remember to take my calipers. Yeah, take your caliper. Or you could just take the rod, put it on a piece of paper, and just draw a line on the end of it. Draw up the yeah. But and then give the kid two or three dollars to buy his soda pop or something like that because because you know he he was hoping he was going to sell you a booster and all you want is the dimension on the rod. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know if you patronize a store and 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 you do that if you if you if you're very gracious about it there's nobody that has a hard time. You might find some grizzly haired old guy sometime that gets mad about that, but um, no. There's times my parts department has done exactly the same thing on a part. Is let's order the part. It comes with whatever. We're going to measure it and send it back. And we tell them we're just we just need to take some specs off this. That's all. So it's it's something that they've seen before. Okay. Okay. All right. We'll try that. Thank you very much. You betcha. You betcha. <laughs> what I suggested is is not necessarily. Um, it's okay to do. I think that there are a lot of auto parts stores. If they, if you have a chance to be a hero to a customer, and they're going to come back and do business with you, that's okay. I think I, that's okay, and I think that's what we're after. Okay, we got somebody else. Who might that be? Uh, say hello to Bob. Bob, good morning. How can we help you? Hi, Mark. My mother-in-law just got a thirty-five hundred dollar estimate from the dealer to replace rodent damage on her twenty twenty-one Honda CRV, and it's parked outside in new river and um what can she do to prevent that from happening again well um is her insurance company going to pay for the damage they don't well they just got the estimate this morning so they're going to call the insurance all right well um there's two different issues here It is a well-known fact that when we see rodent damage that the insurance company for that car is going to be paying for the damage. It is a well-known fact that some shops will inflate the estimate uh, knowing full well that the insurance company is going to whittle on them. But if we start at 3500 and they only whittled to 32 really that was a 27 So between 27 and 32 there's an extra $500 there. You hear what I'm saying? So I don't know how valid that's going to be, but you, I will promise you, you 
your insurance company will negotiate a fair price. I promise you that. As far as the rodent damage is concerned, there's just all kinds of things underneath there. There's noisemaker, there's electronic uh, stuff that has uh, ultraviolet, or not ultraviolet, but uh, ultrasound stuff that the rodents can hear. Um, there's traps. Does she live in a in a uh, in a farming community? Does she live where there's lots of rodents and stuff? It, it's on the edge of the desert. It's in, uh, I don't know if you know Pioneer RV Park. It's up off the 17, Pioneer Road. Yeah. So she yeah. lives right on the edge of the desert there, okay. you know. So it's wide open, basically, to whoever. I mean, there's javelina in the backyard. There's coyote, you know. Okay. Um, you know, there's 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 just all those old cowboy ways. Um, I know that this one guy swore to me, and, and actually I tried it, and it worked really good. He took cayenne pepper, and he dissolved it in water, and he put it in a small spray bottle, and he'd get underneath there, and he'd spray all the areas that they had been coming. And he'd do that, you know, once a month. And then he finally he just quit doing it, he said, because, you know, there he, there was no more problems. And um, and, and I said, how did you test the 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 ability of that and he goes well after i started mixing it i just kept touching it to my to my tongue until till it burned like hell and then he says that's, that's what i used to spray and i said well did it clog up the sprayer and he goes yeah you you have to crush it and he says and i use my wife's rolling pin and i just crush it into a powder and then i mix it with the water and i do this but if you just get on there and you say rodents eating you know the wiring of my car. Um, what do I do? You're going to find a hundred thousand different ways to do that. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Okay. There is one way you can do it that um, that most people don't like, but um, I suspect that I, I, I will make sense to you. I take a, a a big piece of screen, like a screen door, a big ten foot by ten foot piece, and I park the car on top of it, and I hook one ten to the wire and I hook the ground <laughs> to the car. <laughs> yeah, but this is sitting outside. This is just out on a driveway. Anybody could walk up there. You could I be know, I... your neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But, but, but when, when the, the animal stands up and reaches for the car, there's an instantaneous sizzle and, and the smell of burnt meat. <laughs> and and he, if he lives, he'll tell all of his buddies that they don't want to eat her car but that was the old cowboy way when we had barns and stuff we used to do that and it was no big deal but one time one of the rodents caught fire and ran over where the hay was at and so i think at that particular point we all decided that we'd probably go with some and they have noisemakers too but in your case you're in an rv park so you're not going to be able to start blowing an air horn because there's some stupid rodent underneath their car Right, so right. I, you know, that some of the guys too will will go underneath there with some self-tapping sheet metal screws, and they'll put some screen door stuff underneath it, and then just put four or five or six screws in that engine compartment area just to keep them out of that. But they'll crawl on top of the tires, and they'll go in through the strut rod connection and the in the flap, the mud flap there, and go. They'll go into the engine compartment that way. So you're fighting a, a battle that all of us have fought. You just get on the internet and look around. Okay. Thanks, Bart. Thank you. Okay, good luck. Rodent damage. But see, on radio, it's what's really cool is is I draw the picture with my mouth, and you can all see that rodent sizzling underneath the car. Mark at MarkSalem.com is my email if you want to continue the conversation. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.